Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Hi, I'm market woman of the Serengeti, Ed Dyson. And if you got that reference, then you're clearly a Trixie Mattel fan. And let's face it, who isn't? And if you didn't get it, then watch oh, her web show with fellow Drag Race season seven alumni, Katya. It's really one of the best things in the world. And I was lucky enough to chat to, uh, to Trixie exclusively earlier this year. But before we get into the interview, I have a few precursors. First of all, it starts off with conflammer and confusion because I tried to ask Trixie about, oh, but I pronounce it so badly. I mean, it is quite hard. I pronounce it so badly that she has no fucking idea what I'm talking about. So apologies about that. And I'd also like to apologize that some of the references in the interview are not quite as current as we would ideally like, especially in regards to All Stars 4. But now that World of Wonder are pumping out 800 seasons a year, it's um, quite hard to keep fully in time with the show, in all truth. So regardless, enjoy the United Queendom interview with All Stars 3 winner, winner, chicken, dinner. I was bobbing my head then, but you couldn't see it. Trixie Mattel! Here it is. So I love Earn, like so many people. Um, and I just wondered, now that it's back and um, bigger than ever, is it, does it feel different than it did before you went on your break? Or does it feel the same? My, what was my break? Well, just the, break? the break from the show when you, um, it was the Trixie and Katya show and everything that happened in between. Um, are you talking about the YouTube series? Yeah, I did try to say it, but I said it so badly that it wasn't even recognizable. Uh, yeah. Oh, you, yeah. Well, you might have just um, thought it, it was sneezing. Us. Yeah. Um, it feels the same to us. I mean, artistically, creatively, I think we both sort of, we both kind of prefer the vibe of the YouTube series. Yeah. Um, but we loved doing the TV series. But, you know, Katya had sort of her own her own set of hurdles that didn't really make it made it really difficult to do it yeah and did you worry that it would feel different going back to it or did you know that the chemistry would be exactly the same oh my god the day we got back to it because you know it was after katya yeah got got better yeah the day we got back to it i remember she stepped out of the room to grab a cigarette and me and our assistant and the camera person um pete all looked at each other and we were like Oh my God, it's back. It's back to what it was before. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always wonder because um, obviously the show is so quotable, but a, a lot of that comes from how organically funny you both are in different ways. But do you ever feel like a pressure to come up with something that will be quotable? Or do you know that it has to be kind of authentic? No, I mean, people, we were always, we were just in a meeting where someone was like, so are we going to hear all your jokes from your show? And I was like, do you think we make that up? It was like, <laughs> we don't write anything. We like show up and talk, you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't prepare anything. So um, we love how like in the moment it is, we try to make sure that we don't script anything. We actually, uh, most of the time, don't even come with up with the topics until we get there. Yeah. Because um, we like to sort of let it all be in the moment. I think that's part of what makes it good. Has there ever um, been a topic that went so badly you were just like, right, let's just abandon this one? 
No, but sometimes we get carried away with other things. Like, there's an episode coming up in season four about... Um, what did we talk about? It was supposed to be about shopping. shopping. Yeah. And I think we talked almost entirely about shit. Actual shit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, so wow. We would, keep, we would keep trying to be like, anyway, okay, oh yeah, back to shopping. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that still sounds like a good episode. I'd probably be more into that. Yeah, um, the episodes all have sort of titles, but to be honest, whatever moves us in the moment ends up being what we chase to talk about, you know? And there's always the random episodes for to put all that stuff, isn't there? Yeah. And, I mean, uh, it's dumb and it's low budget. And it's really just us talking to ourselves, but the following is so strong. I mean, like millions and millions of people, the views are crazy. People yeah. Love it. And for a lot of people like me, it really is quite a highlight of the week. Like something you really look forward to, even though it's short, it's very, um, it has a big impact. Yeah. And I think people, I think drag race and for me, like drag race introduced people to me, but that YouTube series made people enthused, like love. You know, be a fan of me, really. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that was my relationship with being a fan to you. I was aware of you, but it was through the the web show that I became a, a proper proper fan. Yeah, um, I mean, that's where people sort of got into. I think they I think they get more into me and Katja's brains more, and they're like, "Whoa, these people are really like these people need help." You know what I mean? Yeah, that comes across very strongly. Um, <laughs> one thing I I resent you for is that um, your laugh. Like, I, I find that I start doing it after I've had a heavy binge, and then people who aren't aware of you think that I'm completely crazy because of the scream yeah, laugh. Definitely. Ooh. Well, I love it. Let me but... tell you, uh, <laughs> I see, like, a pray the gay way camp for people with difficult laughs. You know? <laughs> like, I should be able to, like, you know, hook my balls up to electrodes. And, like, <laughs> I want to go somewhere where I can leave and have the voice, have the laugh of, like, ha 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 ha. I want that. I want like a normal librarian laugh And have you guys got any clothes Because I've read a lot of interviews with you in the past And you always mention wanting to do a suicide episode But they won't let you Have you got any closer to that? Well we we honestly well, The thing is in the world Of sensitivity right now Kachi and I we address You know for us we address Deep dark things yeah. By making a joke out of it So for us we would talk about I think, I think not joking about suicide is worse yeah then you make it worse you make people feel like there's no way they can talk about it and no one ever thinks about it and they're alone and how dare they even think it whereas i think kati and i talking about it and uh not making making it trivial yeah but sort of humanizing it and making it more like instead of an action that you wouldn't tell anyone about why can't we make a suicidal thought something that feels like you're not alone yeah and and there's a lot of things you can do that are not killing yourself that will help you you know what i mean yeah like watch the show and as well as the all the the laughter i think there are some real pearls of wisdom in a lot of the episodes as well that you guys give she loves that i hate it i hate accidentally helping people (laughs) sometimes i'll watch the episode and be like ugh, that's so like eat pray love what edit it out No, it's good. But it's good to have for the For me, I'm like, I don't want to help anybody. I don't care if everybody can live forever or die tomorrow. It doesn't <laughs> Well, t- um, to me, I feel like you, uh, out of probably all of the queens from Drag Race, have uh, one of the best ways of dealing with the fandom. 
and especially on social media, I just think you have this kind of vibe of like not letting anything phase you and not constantly explaining yourself and not taking it too seriously. Oh my god, it is like a character study. Yeah. Of of train wrecks right now. All these all star four all stars four girl. I'm like, all right, guys, it's Friday, which means today we watch All Stars and tomorrow we watch. You know, faggots backpedal on Twitter about when they said that. Yeah, and the fans don't get them, and and I'm like, you, you all, do, uh, how do you have to? How can you be running a business and taking the time to read comments? What's wrong with you? Well, that's the thing I was going to ask because you like, uh, you're friends with a lot of these people. Do you find yourself giving advice, and do you find it falling on deaf ears, sort of? I like to get like a little drunk and find a <laughs> comment that's like, I like, and find a comment that's like. Hey Trixie, just stopping by. Um, just, uh, um, just wondering when you're going to come out to Birmingham, Alabama. Bye. And I love to respond. Just dr- get drunk and be like, I'm so alone. <laughs> you know, because I'm not, I'm not here for an eat, pray, love. You know, I don't like a hug. I don't like sincerity and like sweetness. I don't do drag. I think drag queens do drag for free drinks, and then they get on TV, and then they tell everyone that they were doing drag because they want to change the world. Bitch, you did it because you wanted to get in the club free. You know what I mean? You did it the same reason the rest of us. I feel like I'm the only one who's upfront about that. Like, I do as well. Drag is inherently a selfish act. It's dressing up so you can feel a certain way, so people will pay attention to you. <laughs> yeah. You're not, you're not curing cancer. Yeah, and but it's... I'm, but there is some magic there. There is some... Just like in our YouTube series, there's a byproduct of making people feel heard and making people feel uh, seen, which is good. You know. But it's not the intention. You want to be clear about it. I don't want to have to do anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, of course, um, your show is coming to the UK. What can fans expect from that? Obviously not for you to help them intentionally. Well, my, new but... sh- my new show, Skinny Legend, yeah. is... Um, Completely different music and jokes from last year. Yeah. Um, new looks, new videos, new jokes. Um, Is that annoying for you having to come up with new stuff mainly because of the internet, or would you be wanting to do that anyway? Obviously, for yourself. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I try to like every calendar year turn over material. So let's say I go to San Francisco once a year. I try to make sure every time I go there, I've recycled the old, and they're going to get all new that city. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I try to keep a mental sort of, I keep a ledger of like what I talked about in each city so I don't go back and talk, because that's a big thing for people. A lot of drag queens get raked across the coals for telling five jokes over and over again. Yeah. Well, it's... So I'll give it a year. So like my super fans who go to multiple, like I have some fans who go to 30 or 40 shows in mine a year. They know that they're going to see the same jokes again, but they don't mind. Yeah. And there'll be some off-the-cuff stuff, I'm sure, always happening anyway that makes it different. And when when you say new music, do you mean from One Stone or do you mean newer than that? Oh, even even newer. Um, I haven't even picked out my full set yet for Skinny Legend. Um, I'm probably going to do Little Sister from One Stone. Oh, that's but one of my favorite songs music. of yours. Oh, thank you. I mean, there's I love your music, music so Skinny much. Legend. Yeah. Like, there's a love song about Michael Sarah. There's, I was just writing a song today for the opening, just writing a new song. I mean, to me, I look at it as an opportunity to like, for me to even try new things. So there's going to be things in it that weren't even originally written in it. New stuff. Plus, every night, I mean, I'm up there with a guitar. If someone yells Wonderwall 
You know what I mean? We're doing it. Well, that's one of the things I love about being a fan of yours is it's so um, like multi-layered. Like I feel like I'm a fan of three different people, but it's all you. But they're not connected in any way in, my, in terms of my consumption of those things. Because obviously, yeah, people pick and choose. You know, some people are just fans. They just follow me because of the cosmetics. Yeah. And the looks, great, cool. Or they love. Um, I've heard like uh, Paul Rudd. Um, he listens to my music. I don't think he does. He. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like random people like me for whatever reason. Some people just like the comedy and they don't care much for the rest of it. That's fine. You know, whatever reason. How did did you meet Paul Rudd? <laughs> You know, I just heard through a grapevine recently that he knows who I am and has heard my listens to my music. Oh, that's really hot. Um, Paul listens to my music. One of RuPaul's hair and makeup team <coughs> told me that he turns me on in the dressing room sometimes. Turns you out. Well, it doesn't get better than that, does it? But um. But it makes sense though. Like RuPaul's really country. It makes sense that she likes country. And he, she just loves music, doesn't she? Of, of all genres. Um, are you, are you wanting to be putting out an album, a new album this year, a third album? Well, um, I'll have um, I'll have a music video and a single coming out this spring. <clears throat> mhm. Do you know what that's going to um, be for? Um, yeah, it'll be for my new single. I can't say the name or anything, but yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, later in the year, I'll have a, an album coming out. <laughs> I have a lot of things coming out this year, so I normal I couldn't do my normal like normally every year. Now I've been putting out an album every spring, but this time I'm thinking I'm gonna wait till later in the year. Are you gonna start a new pun with the album titles, or have you exhausted mm-hmm. that now? Well, now I like ruined it because two birds <laughs> one stone. What am I supposed to do? Half in the bag. I loved that so I just loved how planned out the whole thing was that you sat on that for that long just for that payoff. It was just very satisfying. I know I had to sit on that secret of like. I'm going to do six, and then if it does well, I'll make it look like I always was planning it. <laughs> I love it. And obviously, I have to ask what you are, uh, what you're making of All Stars for. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, currently, I mean, Manila's really great. <laughs> I think Monet's really great. Um... Those are my faves. Were you expecting to sort of be playing some sort of role similar to what Chad and Alaska played on your season of All Stars? Or, or is that still to come? I, I envisioned that they would have the hood and then I would be in like a pink hood. <laughs> that would be really amazing. Um, do you, I, I never know if people give honest answers to this, but do you sort of know everything that already happens? Because obviously you know all these people. Or, or... Pretty much. Like I've seen every episode towards the end up to the end because of Pit Stop. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, do, you, do you think that fans are going to be very happy with what happens? Well, I'll tell you this, people are never happy. Yeah. Every year. Shay uh, was robbed. Kim Chi was robbed. Shangela was robbed. Like, mm. everybody's always robbed. Everybody always disagrees. Yeah. Well, that... Like, that was one of the main points when I said you'd seem to deal with this all better than anyone else. And I just thought that you, you and Alaska this, in the previous All-Stars both just seem oh, yeah, to give like a masterclass in terms of how to deal with that. Because some people I mean, get defined people by it. People think Chad robbed Raven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you're right. It happens every season. But I think what makes it lasting is how the person reacts to it. Some people get very consumed by it, don't they? But um, you seem Let to. Let me tell you that these people who say whoever's robbed haven't been robbed. I've been robbed. <laughs> well, hey. Actually robbed. 
I've been actually robbed. So, you know, yeah, every, like winning and lo- winning and losing. The truth is, um, right before I won Dry Race, I was talking to Alaska, and I was like, really, you know, I'm scared. Whatever, I'm excited. And she said, Trixie, she said, winning and losing are really the same. Once if you win, you'll see that winning and losing have always been really similar. She's right. Well, I, I love that you guys are just so successful that $100,000 is just doesn't even factor into this. But that was my next question. Have you um, already spent your winner's money? Oh, I mean, well, I bought a condo this year, but I mean... Amazing. You know, I work all the time. So, I, you know, the truth is, if you're a real all-star, you were going to make that $100,000 anyway. Yeah, exactly. And um, I hope that wasn't the robbery that happened. That anyone stole right, your money. The, the goopery and the robbery, or whatever. I mean, I was, I'm was. i still on cloud nine. You can't tell me nothing. I mean, the day after I won Drag Race, I did all this press, and everyone was like, how are you dealing with the backlash? I'm like, I don't, what are you talking about? I won Drag Race. I don't care. Again, <laughs> I don't read the comments. Who cares? Well, it's the, mean, it's the same as... The has grown. Yeah. And some of the queens, they get a hundred comments that are compliments, and they get a couple of negative ones, and they tend to gravitate towards that. And like, I feel like you gravitate. There could be ninety-nine people in the room who don't want to fuck you. <laughs> That's pretty but much all every room I'm in. My uncle Stephen <laughs> to open me up like an envelope. <laughs> Is that why this call was delayed? You were busy with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, baby. <laughs> you get yours. You get yours. Um, yeah. And a no, lot. I don't know. I mean, Drag Race is cool. It was a. It's a. a it's really. I mean, All Stars is amazing. It's awesome. All the drag queens are rich and famous. It's the ultimate competition of drag. It's crazy. I know. I'm lo- I was I'm at Farrah's house yesterday. We were working on a project together, and I was looking at. She was showing me all of her looks that she didn't get to wear, and all the stuff to come, all the runways that she didn't get to do. That and I was just like, God, you're, you know, your runways that never will see the light of day are nicer than most people's clothes they will own in their lifetime. You know what I mean? Yeah, she was robbed. Robbed, robbed, robbed. She, uh, she's robbed, or Paul's robbed, you're robbed. <laughs> I have been robbed, actually. Um, and a lot of your s- Season 7 sisters have been on All Stars now, like pretty much half the cast, but is there anyone left you think still should be? Tempest is your Oh, oh my God, God I, I love Tempest. The people to go out the door first. And Miss Kasha Davis, they'd both be amazing, wouldn't they? <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, totally. Um, I wondered, uh, no, I mean... Pearl, but Pearl, maybe? I don't think that's going to happen, Pearl is it? Well, I think Pearl was cancelled now. I don't know. I'd be surprised to see her on, Everybody's but it's a shame. Everybody's robbed and cancelled. You can get... Listen, you can buy my new audiobook. Um, Woke, Robbed, and Cancelled. That's my book. <laughs> I can't wait to read that. Um, Super Woke. That was almost the name of Skinny Legend. It was almost going to be called Super Woke. Um, Because, you know, I mean, we're everybody so PC now And I was going to do, like, you know, make it super woke and um, But then I don't want people to feel like I'm making fun of their uh, Making, you know, people are woke You don't want to feel like you're making fun of people Who are trying to do something good for the world We'll We'll let them be yeah, but that, and that's another thing that I thought you like dealt with or rather just kind of didn't deal with at all but like last year when everyone was throwing around a lot of these controversies to do with drag queen jokes you just kind of didn't even entertain it which I think is the best way to do it um, to, but oh my God. will it change how I'm you kidding. kind of approach I'm roast. <laughs> yeah I'm exactly roast and they, they, they focus on this one. I mean Queerty magazine literally photoshopped a picture of me on the front of a black and white picture of slaves I was like, who's the real fucking asshole here? Not yeah. the drag queens at the roast. 
Well, I I mean, then again, today, Queerty reported, reported breaking (laughs) news that Frankie Grande broke up with this throuple. So, like, let's look at the source. Yeah, I saw that and that he'd said something like it got complicated. I was like, yeah, no shit. But you know what Willem told me? (laughs) Willem, queen of controversy, when that all happened, she was like, don't say anything to anybody. You keep a personal ledger of all these papers, all these bag rags that one minute they love you and the next minute they turn on you and the next time you win drag race or something and they want to talk to you you give them dust yeah willem does do that (laughs) i've seen it in action no three years ago you said this about me no i don't want to do an interview she's right she has an insane memory oh yeah has the the log book to go with it she's the willem's the (coughs) willem is the um katniss everdeen of drag queen free speech (laughs) yeah she she she's very easy to offend um but fair she's play to her. She's a great drag queen. <laughs> she is. She's one of the best. Um, and because I, because I, I write some of the comedy material for some of the sets, and I've done so for the haters roast, and I've noticed that so much stuff is being edited out by the queens now because they're really worried about similar kind of backlashes, despite the fact it's a roast. So, do you worry that that is going to kind of change the whole approach from now on? I don't worry at all. Jerry Seinfeld says political correctness is the death of comedy. I mean, yeah. last year we had to watch Kathy Griffith. I mean, have you noticed in the in the news every time someone's canceled, it's a comedian. Have you noticed it's yeah. Kathy Griffin, Kevin Hart? Like it's always a comedian that gets raked over the coals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's like we all need to be more compassionate. We all need to realize anything said under a roof that has a banner that says comedy show. It's a different world. I mean, come to Skinny Legend. I haven't changed some of those uh, right up to the line jokes. I have not changed. In fact, I love to lean into them and then stare at the audience and smile while they go. <gasps> Good, I'm glad. <laughs> and I'm, um, I'm a drag queen. Like what the heck? Like girl, hey, Mr. Rogers. And um, obviously, like comedy is the thing you're most known for, and you're one of the the best comedy queens to come from the show. So I wondered what you. Um, thought, I mean, obviously you can't do better than you did in All Stars 3, but do you look at All Stars 4 and think you kind of wish you'd done that because they have so many comedy challenges. It's like one after the other. No, I'm not very competitive and I don't really enjoy competitive environments. So yeah. I loved doing, I'm happy I did Drag Race, but I definitely don't fetishize. Like you talk to Jinx and Bob, they're like, I love it. I would love to do it again. Partially because they're sitting at home bored, but they're like, <laughs> I would love to do Drag Race again. I'm like, oh, you are sadistic. So I suppose that answers the question about, I know you've answered this before about a winner's season, but um, I guess, is, is it just a no way in hell type situation? Not on your life. Nope. <laughs> they, could be like, they could be like, we have your family at gunpoint. I'd be like, bye. <laughs> bye, mom. What about for a million dollars? Yeah. Ooh, a million. I mean, I'm not, the thing is, I'm not competitive. Like, I'm not going to win. You know what I mean? Well, you never know. No. I mean, it could be anyone's really. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it, I'm, I'm happy to have like have the crown and the trophy in the display case in my home and never compete again. Yeah, I get that. It looks, it looks traumatic to go through, even as fans you enjoying it. The Olympics, and then you stop skating. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got out alive. Make the most of it, and. Yeah. Um, Obviously, there's massive good news for us in the UK at the moment with Drag Race UK coming here. Would you? Um, yeah. Are you, you going to be tuning in? Are you going to be excited about that? There's more Drag Race. Or? Uh, yeah, hopefully. I mean, I haven't even gotten to see Drag Race Thailand. I'm like a terrible person, so. Yeah. But I do- I'll watch UK. Yeah. 
Would you guest on it? Because I think Courtney X said she'd love to. I she's think, like, I don't think that seems fair. You shouldn't be a judge just because you're American. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that doesn't make sense. Well, RuPaul's j- judging it, so I guess it's just well, another. Yeah, but he's RuPaul. Yeah. But like, just because I competed on the American one doesn't mean and I'm what? qualified to judge. Yeah. I think Courtney Act needs to calm down. She needs to calm down. <laughs> she just can't stop appearing on TV. She's addicted at this point. I know. It's called Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> it should be called Dancing with the Stars and Courtney Act. <laughs> um, and do you think that... She's the, Beyonce there now, though, at UK. She's Beyonce. She is She's literally everywhere. She is. I mean, as soon as we saw her talk, it was like she became... The Prime Minister. It was amazing. Yeah. Do you think it was? Do you think it was planned? I have a feeling it was. You know. <laughs> yeah. I think it was too. You can't be that pretty. She's trying to have like her Cameron Diaz like, like heel stuck in the manhole like a relatable moment. And it worked. I mean, she she yeah. pulled it off brilliantly, literally. Yeah. It was the ju- it was the Julia Roberts jewelry box closing on the finger, like oh, you know. That's what <laughs> And um, do you do you think there'll be another uh, Christmas special of Drag Race after last year's? Oh, I hope so. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, it was no, so oh much God, fun. I, I love Christmas and I love cheese and cheese baldness. So like, I lived. And it must be nice to be there without the stress of like the the normal kind of competing thing. Yeah, I mean to, to pull the wool back a little bit. They did tell us, hey, just so you know, it'll be sort of like a you know. It'll be like a Drag Race musical. There's no, it's not really a traditional competition episode. Yeah. That's the only reason I went back, because I love Christmas. I, yeah. wrote, I take off December and January every year. You notice I, through my schedule, never tour, because I put up the tree, I throw a Christmas party. I love Christmas so much. Oh, that's nice. I'm more of a New Year so person. So Christmas on Drag Race? <laughs> love it. And well, I'm going to go here into the, I'm going to, I got to go to the Mac store. Is there any other questions you have for me? The only last question I was going to have for you was, um, I know you're a big fan of the Spice Girls. Are you going to be seeing the Spice Girls? I need to get into this, bitch. <laughs> the, the Spice Girls follow 59 people on Instagram. I know. I remember I saw and one of them's you. That's why I thought you... One sh- of them is me. You can get tickets. You should have tried if that you haven't. That I got. I mean, meeting Emma Benton, Emma Benton on All Stars was the biggest celebrity encounter of my life. I mean, I told her, I said... I said, uh, I spent most of my youth pretending to be you, and now, like, a lot of my adulthood. And she loves you, you know, too. I, she was yeah, enamored you by you. She's sort of OG Trixie, you know, like, the blonde and, like, the light makeup, and I'm, I love her. I'm obsessed with her. Oh, well, also, I'm obsessed with the Spice Girls' uh, unending, undying um, affection for their fans. No matter how famous they got, they never, like... They, they they always seem like they're happy to make a fan's day. Do you know what I mean? Except for Victoria, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean she's kind of moved on. But you know, the rest of them. Yeah, I definitely. Mean, I met Mel B on season seven, so I've met two. I I've met four, so I'm beating you. But Victoria is just too elusive. No one can meet her. No one. Not even David. I would love days. to meet. I would love to meet Jerry and um, the Mel C. That'd be awesome. Jerry is fully crazy. Melcy's really nice, but Jerry's actually like insane. But I'm sure you'd love her. To me, the UK drag is um, to me the UK drag is like a bright yellow or bright pink wig in like S and M wear from Topshop, where they're doing um, that Jerry song. Look at me. <laughs> that's like that's the British drag song. 
in a nutshell, yes, because it is the gayest yeah. thing in the whole fucking world. But um, don't you think? Don't you think in the UK that the queens sort of experiment more with like? I think they experiment more with like color and fetish wear. We experiment more with like looking busted. Like we're very fond of that, so it'll be intriguing to see how that goes down on the show. But um, yeah, but yeah, we have I the comedy. We're funny and we're not too glamorous, usually. Yeah, and the queens in the UK are much more like New York queens where they're used to having to be handed a microphone and entertain for like an hour alone. Oh yeah, they know how to handle a mic and they can sing, so. as Charlie Hyde said. <laughs> well, thank well, you so I much for speaking to me. I can't to lip sync to save my life and I still won Drag Race, so. You can, I love your lip syncs. <laughs> I think I might put one in Skinny Legend, we'll see. I have this um, one I used to do that I think I might dust off and put in the program. Do you know what I think you I should think do? I sweaty though. I but. think you should do a new version of Roxy Hart from Chicago, but change it to Trixie Mattel. I have thought about that before. Um, oh, I thought I was so I, original. <laughs> no, I've thought about it before, but then I'm a drag queen singing to a Chicago karaoke track. I like, love I that song. That I just I love that song. That road. Okay, well, it's good to know. Oh, yeah, it's a fabulous song. I'll pitch it to Roxy Andrews. That would also work really well. Um, well, I used to do... Um, t- um, Dance ten looks three from a chorus line. Yeah. But instead of tits and ass, I would say I would sing hips and pads. I'm very oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many, so many layers. Listen, I, I gotta go stock up on. I'm actually outside the Mac Cosmetics store. I gotta go stock up before tour, so I'm gonna let you go. Okay. Thank you so much for speaking to me, Tricks. It's been an absolute pleasure. Of course, my and, dear. And I'll Let's email you the piece. Okay. Great. Thank Bye. you so much. Bye. United Queendom. Wasn't that amazing? Oh, I remind myself of Jeremy Paxman if he was alive today. What? He's, he's still alive. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, well, that was my interview with Trixie Mattel, who truly is one of the best drag queens to interview, as everything she says is hilarious and honest. And if you liked it, then um, tell your friends about it. And if you didn't, well, maybe you're the problem. Did you ever think of that? And tune in on Monday as Charlie Valentine and myself will be recapping the next episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. United Queendom! Okay, that's um, why we had a singer do the theme tune and not me. Okay, bye!